hate listening. Boys and girls of the internet world, my name is Christopher Meriden, and you are listening to the No One Is Listening podcast, and it's a beautiful day, very beautiful day, to talk all about the Oscars, and joining me are these beautiful golden statuettes, these uh, golden golden boys and golden ladies, Greek Greek gods, (laughs) who's joining me today? Hey everyone, it's Dave. Uh, I just got done watching all ten of these dumb fucking movies. <laughs> wow. just rapid fire! That's rude. Just finished them right before this. I, ah. I, I, I watched three the last couple of days. Maybe yesterday. Maybe it's probably tough. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> you should have did what I did and just not watch any of them. Hey, this is Derek. <laughs> I'm oh, guessing here. <laughs> hey, there's like two of them. Okay. What was the movie you forgot to watch last year? The Father. I saw uh, it. Oh, that was a great one, it too. Was so it, was, it was really good. <laughs> last on my list. So good. And, and who's this here? Hello, this, this is, is Neely. Oh. Yeah, oh, well, Neely's yeah. back. Yeah, Neely's back because it's our Hi, Oscar Neely. prediction show. And of yeah. course, we're going to have Neely back uh, because this is a tradition on the No One Is Listening podcast where we dissect with our uh, incredible cinema knowledge here our combined <laughs> forces we're like the captain planet of films here I mean, yeah <laughs> i'll be I'll, I'll be earth wind and fire i don't know what you guys want to do also you neely is because i'm powerful yeah, ne- also neely is your second place uh of best guests from the pandemic so this is true this <laughs> right is true. behind brett zepka <laughs> that is true that is true so uh yeah we are here to do our annual oscar prediction show because tis the season and uh, it's it's oscar season so i think we need to get this started we need to get this party started quick with it's the second annual it's the second annual no one is listening oscar prediction show and you know movies so we got to do it it's movies, it's man. movies, man. Movies, man. Oh my god, <laughs> it's motherfucking Hollywood. Uh, yeah, brought to you by Hollywood Hulk Hogan and oh. all the Hollywood elites. Oh. Uh, no, I mean that would be tight. Hey, Hollywood. We'll miss you. I mean, man. isn't there a Hulk Hogan oh movie god. coming out with Chris Hemsworth? Hunter in Paradise too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna be like next year. I'll be Oscar oh nominated. Do you remember the Amazing. Hogan film where he was it Suburban Commando? Yeah, so that was the alien me. one. I don't know. Suburban Commando and The Undertaker had oh, a minor okay. part. Child's <laughs> voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Unless you're talking you're about Hogan knows best, I don't know what you mean. Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Uh, so, so before we get too deep into going off the rails, I, I have to I have to make an announcement. I had oh. a big thing happen to me the other night. Okay. I had my first Jackie Chan dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. (laughs) Jackie Chan is not dead. No, but he deserves a horn. Yes, yes. He always deserves a horn. Yeah, I don't know why I dreamt of Jackie Chan, but I was in a movie theater. We were watching movies, obviously because I've been, you know, watching all the Oscar movies, and Jackie Chan was there, and he was signing autographs, and he was joking around, and then he sat on my lap. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Oh. I dream of Jackie Chan. Dave. That could be our own original <laughs> screenplay on the No One Listening podcast. In my mind, he's a tiny little Chinese man. So he is. He, yeah. And he's powerful. And uh, yeah. I, I, we need more Jackie Chan. I yeah. hope. I hope the hockey horn uh, can can will that into existence. 
Yeah, I don't think this was anything sexual. I think it was more of like a Santa Claus sit on the lap thing. So, so <laughs> before way, anyone gets any ideas, either way, I'm I mean, okay it's not it. weird at all, Dave. <laughs> no, but you know, no. I'm, I'm just happy I finally had my first Jackie Chan dream. So I'm happy for you too. There was a <laughs> there was a Chinese restaurant named Jackie Chen's uh, that was Ooh. pretty popular in town for a while. No relation, but uh, I miss Jackie Chan, and I'm kind of curious now: was Jackie Chan ever nominated for an Oscar? I mean. He probably wasn't, but either oh. his stunts or Chris Tucker. Uh, I'll, I'll fact um, check this. Yeah, fact check. Rumble in the Bronx 2. Uh, that could <laughs> have been the, the one. one? <laughs> Police story. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, I'm down to talk Jackie Chan the rest of the hour, but we can also talk about uh, the movies that came out this past year that are oh, absolutely. nominated for Best Picture. So if you are unfamiliar with our show, welcome. If you just typed in Oscar Prediction Show, welcome to uh, one of the wackiest stoner casts around. We're going to do our best to get through all of these without veering off too far. Um, we've already started, <laughs> no. the, we've already no. started the Hulk Hogan stuff, so, I mean, you never know. <laughs> we just went into Jackie Chan dream. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Jackie Chan versus Hogan. Let's let's just come back to that later in the Ooh. episode. I'm into okay. it. Let's, let's right. have that's, another that's dream. The ultimate per, that's a tiebreaker. I'd be into that. <laughs> I'd pay for it. Uh, That'll be the uh, director's cut. <laughs> <laughs> On DVD only. So yes, we are here to talk Best pictures only. However, you know, there's a lot of great actors in these films. So if we veer off and talk about that, I know, I think last year when we did this show, we, we did talk a little bit about the best actors and their nominations. Uh, we're not going to get in too deep unless conversation dictates it, but mm -hmm. we are going to get into this. So what we've done, all four of us on today's show have watched all 10 films that, that were nominated. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I enjoy it. This is one of my favorite traditions. Uh, they were it, so long this year. They really were. <laughs> yeah, That's how we decided so which long. one we were going to watch next. All right, which one's the shortest? <laughs> and and I love long movies, but since COVID, my my already terrible attention span has like diminished even further. Yeah. So absolutely. I, I mean, I used to go to theaters and watch three hour movies lovingly. I used to be like, yeah, all right, this is what really makes a great film like time. And now it's like, all right, well I can fit in like four or five bathroom breaks in this film. And like, I don't know. It's just, maybe it's just the old man in me, but, uh, my God, we're long. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Hey now, <laughs> so, I don't need to hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> so we are strictly covering the 2022 Oscars best picture nominations. And from abc.com, I'm going to read a little synopsis here, and then we'll go into each one of the movies, and I'll read a synopsis for each one of them. But there are, per abc.com, 10 films are now competing to take home the most prestigious award in film, the Oscar. Uh, the Oscars are going to air live Sunday, March 27th, 2022, at 8 p.m. Eastern. If you're on the West Coast, that's 5 p.m. And uh, let's see here. What's crazy is, so they list all the movies, right? Yeah. And this is the, the official. Well, sure. <laughs> this is the official explanation. All they've done is list all the movies, and then they go, Nightmare Alley is the fourth best picture nomination for Bradley Cooper. They don't talk about any other actor in here other than Bradley Cooper. And then they do talk about Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. But I just find it interesting that Bradley Cooper is the only one that gets a shout out. Well, he's in two movies this year. Yeah, and maybe that's one of the 
first times that's happened or like he's got the most yeah he's in it, two it was of the them. most movies nominated for best picture or something and it lists so, here american sniper from 2014 which i don't remember i did not see that um star is born of course star is born was a very Ooh, powerful film that was really good that was a good movie too really like that joker um, which I don't Joker. remember. Was Bradley Cooper in <laughs> Joker? I think so. Was he a producer, maybe? Uh, hey, maybe he was a producer. Yeah, that's Maybe a- they mixed it up because it was the same director as The Hangover. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's super correlation there. It makes total sense. Um, and then West Side Story is actually Steven Spielberg's 11th Best Picture nomination. So that's actually a record. So 11th Best Picture. He's only been making films since uh, the talkies first got introduced in the 1910s. So uh, Spielberg's just hanging on somehow. But uh, let's get into this. There are three hosts this year. I don't remember. There weren't any hosts last year, correct? There haven't been for a while on shows because I guess people were over Ricky Gervais hosting every oh, show. Oh my God, do I love Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Dude, cancel go, culture came for him. Go on, yeah, they did. <laughs> go on YouTube and watch some of the Ricky Gervais burns. Uh, his last hosting, it was brutal. It was so good. Tom Hanks was li- like legitimately sweating the whole time oh, yeah. Gervais was up there. It was, it was brilliant, man. He's so funny. Uh, but it is Regina Hall who is fantastic. Amy Schumer, who is having a renaissance in her career after uh, disappearing for 14 years. I don't know what happened to her. Um, She does a cooking show that Neely watches. It's great. And and then uh, Wanda Sykes, who we talked about pre-show that haven't heard that name in quite a while, but I'm interested to see what she brings because she was always kind of intense and I I appreciate that. I like the intensity. So this will be interesting. They are all um, boundary pushing comedians. Regina Hall's not a comedian though; she's an actor. But she's mm-hmm. yeah, but she—I've seen her do comedy pieces. Oh yeah, she's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that Saturday Night Live was great. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. She was really good, and she was also really good in um, not oh, oh shit, what was that show on Hulu? Nine Perfect Strangers or something oh, okay. like that. Okay, where it was more dramatic, a dramatic role for her, which we hadn't really seen, and it was really good. She won an Oscar before. Am I crazy? Or was she nominated? I don't think mm. so. Okay. Well, I mean, Brie Larson won an Oscar. She sure did. So yeah. anyone can. So let's, uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I love Brie Larson. Like I, Brie Larson. I want to hang on. Brie Larson. Let's get into these uh, synopsis. I'm going to go through all 10 films as, as good as I can here and give everybody a rundown. In case you haven't seen these movies, we're here to hopefully give you enough nuggets to get into them and maybe watch them on your own. And maybe we'll talk about where we watch them to make it easier for you to watch if these sound interesting to you. So first one on my list is Breakfast. Um, it is a Kenneth Branagh. No, it's Belfast. <laughs> of course. Breakfast. 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 Breakfast before this. It does sound like an Oscar nominated movie, though. Yeah. yeah. This, yeah. This, this film is Breakfast. Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd and Meg Ryan. They, they have some like generational relationship. What? Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's a, anyways, Belfast <laughs> synopsis, nine-year-old buddy's life in Belfast in 1969 is filled with his close knit family, music, the magic of movies and a crush on a classmate. But as, tr- as the troubles encroach on his neighborhood, his parents must decide whether to remain in their home or move abroad. All right. Next one here. Coda. Coda. A tight knit deaf family in New England in a New England fishing village contends with change when 17-year-old Ruby, a child of deaf adults, Coda, 
is encouraged to pursue her love of music and embark on a path of her own. Oh, no. I didn't watch this one. I just watched Kota Ibushi highlights, The Wrestler. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, My that bad. would put you on par with last year, so it's okay. You, yeah, you're allowed yeah, to miss one. Uh, Don't Look Up is the next film nominated. Two astronomers scramble to warn mankind of an approaching comet that will destroy planet Earth, but instead find themselves battling the apathy and self-interest of everyone they approach. All right. Then we have Drive My Car. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Drive My Car. Yasuki Kafuku, a stage actor and director, is happily married to Odo, a screenwriter. Odo suddenly dies, leaving behind a secret. Two years later, Kafuku, still unable to fully cope with the loss of his wife, receives an offer to direct a play at a theater festival and drives to Hiroshima. Then Dune. All right, so Dune... <laughs> Uh, Dune is a voice. 1984 epic science fiction <laughs> film written and directed by David Lynch and based on the 1965. Stop no. it. Um, that's what I really want. That's what I really want. But you just want shirtless sting. I do want shirtless sting. That's actually the dream I had, Dave, was a shirtless sting oh, sitting shirtless on my sting lap. on your lap. I thought we were watching Doom with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> what a terrible film. I had such high hopes for Doom. What? Who? <laughs> Why? Who? Wait, really? It's wait. a video game movie. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, yeah, but it was a video game movie in the early ages of video game movies, which could have set the bar. And I remember watching that film in the theaters, and when they went to the first person mode, it was such Oh, that garbage. was the best part. No! It was. That was oh. the best part. That's the only good part of that it, whole movie. It, it literally is. <laughs> I gotta go back and rewatch That's when The Rock no. still had hair. Why? No, why? That's when he Stop had it. hair, dude. They like they spray painted a pancake and put it on the top of his head, and that's that was. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that to my bald head. <laughs> Please do. I need do someone it. to airbrush a pancake on my head. <laughs> oh, it's so good. All right. So, anyways, uh, Dune, Paul Atreides, a young man haunted by prophetic dreams and fated for greatness, is the son of a brave ruler and warrior priestess. When his family is placed in charge of the desert planet Arrakis. Paul must defend his family's stewardship of the world's most valued resource. Spice. Spice. They don't, they don't list that in the synopsis because it's drugs. Drugs. Yeah. All right, here I we go. Love spice. King, King Dicky is the next one up, My aka God. King Richard. <laughs> Armed with a brazen plan, Richard Williams is determined to write his daughters into history. Along with his wife, or uh can you Neely's looking at my screen. <laughs> what is that? What is her name? Aura scene? I don't want to say I that wrong. I don't remember. Oh, you white He people. called her a nickname. Yeah, we'll just call her Aura. Along with his wife, Aura, Richard guides their young daughters, Venus and Serena, on their path to changing the sport of tennis and the world forever. All right. Licorice yeah. Pizza, next one up. I don't even know what number we're on. I feel like I've been reading these for 40 minutes. <laughs> um, 15-year-old Gary Valentine, at the tail end of his career as a child actor, instantly falls in love with 20-something photographer's assistant, Alana Kane. Despite their age difference, Alana is attracted to the sincere Gary, and the couple's friendship deepens during their adventures in the San Fernando Valley in the early 1970s. I wish his name was Greg Valentine. Oh, the hammer? <laughs> the hammer. Oh, is <laughs> he, he is, hair. has he passed? Is Greg is no, Greg gone? He just still looks like an old lady. Yeah, no, he's still alive. Yeah, he was on the AMC yeah. show or whatever. <laughs> it still has the, hit the horn. Still has the hair. Oh, the hair was so good. Uh, all right, now the 40th pitcher nominated for Best Pitcher this year is Nightmare Alley. 
Stan Carlisle escapes his troubled past by joining a traveling carnival and ingratiating himself with its denizens, including a mind-reading duo and a winsome performer. Stan then reinvents himself again as a high-society psychic and plots to con a tycoon with a mysterious psychiatrist who proves to be his most formidable opponent yet. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, power of the dog. The These are uh, so tepid. Yeah. <laughs> In 1920s Montana, charismatic but caustic rancher Phil Burbank inspires fear and awe when his kindly brother brings home a new wife and her teenage son, who is taunted merciless, mercilessly by Phil because of his gentleness and intellect. Phil continues to torment them both until he finds himself exposed to the possibility of love. <sighs> It's not a romantic film. I don't know why I read it that way. Um, (laughs) It could be, I guess, if you interpret it. All right, last one up, I think, is, yep, this is the last one here. The classic remake, West Side Story. In 1957, the Puerto Rican gang, The Sharks, clashes with The Jets, a gang of white (laughs) youths over the control of the San Juan Hill on Manhattan's west side, even though the neighborhood will soon be demolished. As the violence escalates, Maria and Tony find love despite their differing backgrounds and strive to realize their dream of a peaceful future together. We've made it through all ten. <laughs> Just announcing him. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's how our long show. Yeah, that's how yeah, long it's going to take show. Alright, so um, we're out. We play it off. <laughs> See ya. Thank you. And uh, Bye, good night. everybody. So, no. Alright, so all right, lots of films, and and this is yeah. I mean, Derek, I think you said it earlier on. Just a really diverse group of films, and not only from a story standpoint, but from a visualization. Uh, oh world, yeah, world class actors throughout. Literally world class. Some international you guys and women. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, I will say that. Well, I mean, I guess. My first take on this before we get into rankings was I was like really disappointed with my first maybe six films we watched. And then the last four (laughs) were like, whoa, you know, so I don't know if you guys had the same initial reactions to all 10, but there was a grouping of films that I felt very similar about as far as like, yeah, they were good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I felt like everything was pretty much kind of meh, but the ones that I liked, I, I really liked. So. I mean, Agreed. I'm pretty sure we might be on the same page on a lot of these, and, but we don't know. We'll see. It'd be we'll interesting. See. Yeah. Mine were kind of in the middle. Like, I think the first one I watched was kind of blah, but then the middle ones came in and I was like, oh, these are really good. And then the last ones, I was just like, oh, I'm not interested in any of these. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, uh, for those who have never listened to our show, Neely and I, uh, we live in the same household. We are engaged. We're about to be married. We live in the Bettany house. Yes. Um, so... With that, we we go to movies together sometimes. Um, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> sit in separate areas. <laughs> there was, I think, I saw Spider Man by myself for so yeah, but that was like the only one. Um, but we only saw one of these movies in the theater, which was West Side Story. Did either of you guys see any of these movies in a theater? No, no. Okay, yeah, it was weird. This is probably. I mean, I'm trying to think. Last year, if we saw any of them in the theater, probably not. I don't think theaters were open. Yeah. 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 I, these are all, what really sucks about best pictures, um, being at home is that these should all be seen on the big screen. Uh, Mm -hmm. especially many of these that are through here. I'm sure we'll talk about the cinematography was just brilliant across most of these films. Yeah. And I agreed. I wish, 
I wish we could have seen him in the theater, but who knows? Maybe next year um, it might feel a little bit different. Now, I was 10 feet away from like a 70 inch big screen. So (laughs) you do have a very large TV as well. Yeah, I guess that's nice to have the big TV at home. And uh, And it may have been as big as the screen we actually saw West Side Story on because we went to a small local movie theater and we were in one of the smaller theaters there and it was probably as big as our TV at home. I think think the screen was pushing 80 inches tops and there was like 15 retired people in us in the the movie. It was great. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But uh, I'm trying to think comparatively... I think one of the other reactions after we finished the last film was I was trying to think how I felt about this year's nominations versus last year's movies. And I still think, because you guys know when you watch movies, you get your initial reaction and then you sit and stew on them. And then sometimes the movies get better. Sometimes they get worse. That's the whole beauty of how we pick these winners. Um, (laughs) I'm still tweaking my list as we talk right now. (laughs) Yeah, me too. You're, and you're comparing them to the other films as well. Yeah. Yeah. And they're also different. It's so hard to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I just, I wanted to look at it from like an overall crop of films. So I think last year's movies for me were more emotional. There was more emotional connection to the movies. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas there was, there was some emotion this year, but for the most part, it was kind of just trying to, it was like jarring almost being different genre, different genre, different genre, um, really fantastic artist interpretations of these movies. Uh, the cinematography. It's a nice wide net too. Mm -hmm. These are what a lot of them are just way different from the other. So it was kind of nice to get, you know, you don't have like, "Ah, I hate my father. Every movie. (laughs) You you don't want James Gunn films. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Oh boy. (laughs) James Gunn. I mean, come on. I, I, you know, Peacemaker. Let's hope he gets uh, Peacemaker gets an award nomination later on. We'll doubt it, though. We'll doubt it. Now, Neely uh, is uh, Neely is an award show guru. Um, loves them. Yeah. yeah, I've watched them since I was a kid. Yeah, and what what can you tell us about these ten movies before we get into this? Ha, who has won so far? What's been notable? Anything you can think of that's been interesting? You know, I should have written that down before this, but I think I can remember. Okay, so usually in a normal situation, you can kind of guess who would win Best Picture at the Oscars because of the previous award shows. So the SAG Awards, the Golden Globes, which... Mm-hmm. Now is not really a thing because there was a boycott of the Golden Globes and they didn't even televise the ceremony this year. So it's kind of difficult to guess who is going to What is the boycott about, though? It was about the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, who is the like the committee that gives out these awards is Uh, not diverse at all. There were no black people. Right. At all. Right. And they were like, oh, but we're diverse because we're from other countries. Yes, but you're all <laughs> still white. It doesn't matter that you speak different languages. Right. You're all still wow. white. So a lot of um, a lot of people were criticizing them for not nominating certain shows that focus on black stories and other um, racial groups. Underrepresented communities. Right, underrepresented communities. Um we're not so no getting one nominated now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. That works. So like the, uh, the big <laughs> one that stood out, um, I, I think it was maybe two years ago for the TV shows called cause golden globes is movies and also TV, mm. but Emily in Paris, which is a Netflix show, mm. which is 
I don't know. I've heard differing things. Some people like it. Some people don't. Um, but it's more like not really a serious show. It's like okay. a sitcom type of deal. Yeah, it's, it's fine. That got nominated, <laughs> but I May Destroy You, which is an amazing show done by um, Michaela Cole, who's um, a black uh, writer and actor um, from England. And it's about like, it's kind of autobiographical and deals with like sexual assault and things like that, which it was an amazing show and it didn't get nominated. They're like, uh, I'm sorry. What the fuck? (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) And, and so that's a big deal. I mean, they ha- they need to get their shit together, and mm-hmm. I think they're trying to. Yeah, I mean, I think they have eh. added one or two black people to their association now, but it's still Wayne like, Brady. oh my god, <laughs> Wayne but Brady. it's still like at the point it's like, uh, okay, I mean, I guess you're trying, but yeah. it's like too little, too late type of deal. So, like most big, I mean, that's a big organization. They'll get it together because they'll be forced to because there's too much yeah. money to be made. Right. Uh, for them to not do anything. So mm-hmm. I, I will say one of the notable things was for me, um, Will Smith won best actor at uh, one of these two recent shows. He won at uh, the SAG Awards mm-hmm. and also the BAFTAs. No, not at the BAFTAs. One of the, one of the reasons. He won ones. at the SAG Awards. But that was interesting to me because uh, he plays the titular character in King Richard and Will, will Smith is like, I mean, trust me, I had no hopes for Will Smith in in this because, okay, I've seen Will Smith for like 80 years now. He plays basically the <laughs> same, he plays the same chord in every film. Um, there's For me, it's not really been a standout, but from him winning, it definitely got my attention. I know Power of the Dog has recently won a Best Picture, and I think, <laughs> was it Coda? That also won. So yes. there's no, oh, really? Yeah, so nice. there's no unanimous uh, winner yeah, right yeah. now. So yeah. it's, it's up in There's the There's no homeless person in a van driving around the desert this year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy if they if Jane Campion wins something because she's been pretty awesome on a live mic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Including recently. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's, it's interesting. So we really don't have any prediction um, or really kind of any inkling of who can win. And maybe we'll predict it on today's show. No. We'll well, let's let's dive into these sons let's of bitches. Let's dive into it. So here's so here's how it's going to go. Uh the order of ranking is going to be from worst film of all time oh my to the greatest <laughs> film of all time. Uh, <laughs> no, this for this year and best picture. So Neely's uh drawn the first up and this is going to be the 10th best film of the year. So Neely, what is your 10th best Oscar movie this year? Dune. Dune, the Del- Dennis Villeneuve <laughs> wow. remake, Dune. I put it there because it's part one of a two, maybe three part movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Why would you nominate? Nothing route, happened right? in it. Yeah. It didn't even go anywhere because it's not supposed to. There's another part. To. It's a setup film. I, 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 I'm it's a- beautiful. Yes. It's shot really well. It's got great actors in it, but it's the first part of a two or three part movie. My favorite scene is of the witch where, uh, the young boy, Paul Atreides, Timothy Chalamet, uh, puts Mm. his hand in that box. And that, that scene was crazy cool. But I, you know, mad respect for David Lynch. (laughs) Of course, of course, this guy, this guy, your obsession, man, (laughs) we got to talk. Uh, he's shut up to sand. He got done dirty. He got done dirty. I hate it. Neely's number ten is Dune. Dave, what is your number ten? Uh, my number ten is Don't Look Up. Okay, 
the uh, the Adam McKay film start with a crazy cast, mm-hmm. of crazy good, crazy good cast of like comedic actors and actresses, but it was so predictable and boring. I even sent you guys a text message. I'm like, how is this movie three hours long? Like, <laughs> it was long. Everything I mm-hmm. saw in this movie happening happened. Like, I'm like, they're all gonna die. <laughs> all okay, the rich yeah. people are gonna go up into space. They're gonna land on a planet, and probably some aliens are gonna eat them. Is what I was saying. I know there's gonna be an aftermath. <laughs> this is what I'm saying in my head while watching this movie, <laughs> and it all comes true. Uh, there's some great scenes in the movie. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but I think they were trying to be smarter. Like it was supposed to be funny, but I did not laugh a single time in this. Really? Movie. Really? No. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, okay. I, I, there might have been one or two things, but it never really hit with me. I felt okay. it was like up its own butt. <laughs> it was up its own butt. Oh, That's definitely. a good way to put it. Yeah. It, it was It was definitely pushing social commentary super yeah. hard, but that was the intention of the film. Yeah. 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 Leo did a great job. He was, Always. Like, the yeah. acting was awesome. The movie just didn't hit with me. I, I okay. didn't like anything about it. I, I got it. It felt like a... Uh, a more sophisticated idiocracy, I guess you can say. Good, yes, mm-hmm. okay, um, yeah, kind of. Wow, but that's. I mean, it, it. It. I didn't think it deserved to be on a nomination since there's ten films. Like, are there always ten films now? Because man, it's a lot of. Uh, no, films. it used to be five. Yeah, yeah, it used to be a lot less. Yeah, I don't yeah. know when they changed that. But. It's a lot of films. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it was Netflix the, just wanted an um, exclusive in the listing. Yeah, Netflix is just yeah. shelling out that cash and yeah. getting on there. I believe it was like the fans that uh, fans of the Dark Knight who complained uh, <laughs> most, and that's when they put, they they yeah. put ten on there because of it. <laughs> Dark Knight was fucking awesome. It should have yeah. been nominated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, sp- speaking <laughs> wasn't of, top five of that year. Speaking of the Dark Knight, Derek, what is your number ten? <laughs> uh, it's also Don't Look Up. Oh, um, oh my God. Okay. Before I'll. I'll I'll get into the sour parts. I think it's just too ham-handed. It's just like, here's our message. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, everything here is predictable. Now, I will say one good thing. It has one of the best fucking jokes in the world in it with Ooh. that bottle thing, the bottled water. Her just like, oh, Jennifer yeah. Lawrence is always talking, why did he make me pay for that oh, water? Yeah. It was free. Why would he charge us for something that's free? Yeah. <laughs> I thought good. her bringing that up constantly was actually one of the bright parts <laughs> of that movie. But, um, I mean, it was well acted, but yeah. 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 It wasn't great. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it felt forced. It wasn't natural, I feel. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I can know, see that. I can see that too. And why'd they give like, her a mullet? Like, what was that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she was supposed to be like cool and yeah. young. I, I don't know if they were trying to make her look ugly. It's like, oh, let's make this girl look ugly. We'll right. make her wear glasses. She's too pretty. And- <laughs> let's, right. Yeah. Can't happen. <laughs> like Put her hair early in a ponytail. 2000s. She's so right. gross. That's <laughs> <laughs> her glasses. Ew. Yeah. That's not happening. My number 10 is also the Dennis Villanueva film Dune. I I listen man, I don't think a remake is worthy of an Oscar nomination for best picture. Now, there's two remakes. Yeah, there are two are remakes, yeah. buddy. Uh, okay. Technically okay. three words. Well, check this out. Uh beautiful film. I think all the actors are fantastic. I really like where they're going with Dune. I'm for the first time, I mean, I joke about David Lynch's Dune, but this Dune is actually really interesting, and Dennis Villanueva is one of the best directors around, and I'm very excited to see what the rest of the movies will be, the connective tissue. Um, we did not get enough Zendaya 
Uh, we did not. Only I mean, there's, seven minutes. That's there, bullshit. There's so much. There's so much more. You to want explore. more Batista? I wanted more Batista. <laughs> um, you know, there's I, so much staring in it. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was so well done. It, it's as David Lynch discovered. It's one of the most impossible films. Derek's shaking his head. I don't care. <laughs> Every time. It's one of the, but it is one of the most difficult adaptations to take from Frank Herbert in and try to make a visual medium out of it. And I am excited to, that Dennis was able to capture a lot of dense material and did a great job, but still not my favorite this year. Let's move into nine. Neely, what is your ninth favorite Oscar nomination? Don't look up. Don't look up. How'd you feel about that? I mean, I, I agree with what they're saying. It's like very heavy handed mm -hmm. with what they're trying to get across to people like, yeah. hello, if you don't listen to people, we're going to die. Mm. Um, I did think that was really funny. I yeah. liked it. I particularly loved Ariana Grande in it. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Because I love her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought she was hilarious. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe they just always have to nominate Adam McKay movies, but it wasn't his best movie. Wasn't his best. No. Step Brothers was better. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Actually, Step Brothers probably will have that longevity, uh, mm, whereas Don't yeah, Look yeah. Up will not. Yeah. Dave, ninth favorite. Um, my ninth favorite was Belfast. Whoa. The, Whoa. Kenneth, the yeah. Kenneth Branagh black and white film. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it didn't really uh, hit, I guess. I mean... Just the whole, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously not Irish. Uh, I don't have Irish heritage or, you know, really looked into it, anything. Big fan of corned beef sandwiches. Yes. Yeah. I love the corned beef. <laughs> the, the staple of Ireland. <laughs> um, but uh, it's it just, it, I don't know, the whole the whole thing about, like, the Protestant Catholic uh, skirmish or war or whatever they had really kind of, you know. It didn't hit for me, especially looking through the eyes of like a child who, you know, oh. gives flowers to his his girl. <laughs> like okay. it, it, and, and Dame Judy Dench, holy shit, she looked she like a raisin. What was her wig? Come I know, on, she that was wig. just mean. <laughs> Why make her wear that wig? Like it they was... looked like they sucked all the Come water out now. of her body. I'm like, what is <laughs> Very it's, dry in Ireland. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it just didn't hit. I don't know why they did black and white. That made no sense. I loved to me. it. I, I mean, thought when we first started the movie, I was like, I thought this was in black and white. And I thought it was really yeah. cool how they transitioned to it. I really liked yeah, that. Yeah. It brought a weird warmth to the movie that mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting. Yeah. It was a love letter from Kenneth mm -hmm. Branagh to his heritage. Yeah. You know, and I think it was a good historical piece. It's a wee but, little uh, love letter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Everyone not, said we. Not enough all leprechauns, so that was that was Dave's problems. Not yeah. enough no, leprechauns. I, I'm so. more upset. I just hate people that are like killing each other because of religious reasons. And I, that's, agreed. Yeah, you know it's well, it's so dumb. Like I just can't can't comprehend how dumb people could be. And that whole situation mm -hmm. is just kind of dumb to me. I can see you how that's mad because of yeah. the uh, lack of U2 and Lucky Charms. Yeah. Huh? Oh man, I want some Scottish Bono bagpipes. Got robbed. Damn, uh, Derek, what's your number nine? Uh, I don't know. This might be a hot take. It's drive my car. Whoa. <laughs> oh, okay. I got that you. I got take. you. Didn't wow. like them subtitles, huh? <laughs> it wasn't even really the subtitles. Um, I just didn't really enjoy the story. Really? Wow. Yeah, just, it feels like a story I've seen before, <laughs> like so many times. And I know it's like, oh my God, nothing's original. That's, you know, the point of everything. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, you didn't like the credits him. happening 40 minutes into the movie? That <laughs> was oh my fucking God. awesome. Yeah. That's so weird. <laughs> I loved it. I was so into that. Dude. Yeah. I was like, whoa, okay, wow, this is going to be a long movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it, if I have to spend multiple times having to watch the movie, it's, it's kind of a pain. And then I'd have to go back and watch the subtitles because... I happened to look away when my dog was barking and I oh, missed some important yeah. information. Gotcha. <laughs> um, and I think I've said this before. I'm not the biggest fan of movie movies about actors. Okay. <laughs> I just feel like it's like, Hey, look at us. We're actors. Look how hard it is. It's like, I just make a movie. It's, it just seems like you're telling on yourself. Okay. Um, I thought the performances were great. I mm, really yeah. dug the, um, kind of like whiplash effect of, you see him and his wife who seem like they are the most in love people ever. And then he comes into the room and she's having an affair. And I was just like, yeah. Whoa, yeah. that is a whiplash. I yes. saw that but coming then, though. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, as soon as I saw yeah. he turned around. I'm like, Oh no. I was like, he didn't tell her that he was coming home. Some bad exactly. didn't happen. Yeah. But I yeah, knew that the wife had died. So I thought he was going to right then. Oh, so walk dead. in on her being yeah. dead. And then it oh. kind of threw me. Yeah. Um, nope. Well, Just getting railed. Uh, <laughs> <yep>. <laughs> well, for, for those that don't know, Drive My Car was a Japanese film and it was all subtitles. Um, it had Japanese, Chinese, yep. Korean sign Korean. language, yeah. and also a little on. English. A lot going yeah. on. But uh, mm-hmm. that's an interesting choice for number nine. Uh, my number nine is also don't look up. And I swear, so Neely and I. Okay, yes, we did not talk about this ahead of time. Swear. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Swear we did not. Um, don't look up. Felt like a modern day like Mars Attacks, where it was like you got all these really cool people in it, and yes. like you know, it's yes. it's one of those fun. It's a fun movie, uh, but it it's not going to really. I don't know. It's not going to have a major lasting effect. It definitely felt like a Netflix movie. Like, mm-hmm. uh, how can we? We have all this extra cash. Who? How can we spend it all? Let's you know, get Meryl in here. Yeah, yeah. So it was. <laughs> I like. She'll it. get an Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to like rewatch that film. Yeah. It was no. uh, yeah. the social commentary is like too real for me uh, because I I totally get into that, but it was it was a miss. It was a miss for me. So interesting because I love all those actors, but uh, we're gonna spin it to eighth least favorite or eighth most favorite for Neely. Neely, what was your eighth? Um, Nightmare Alley. Whoa! <gasps> yeah, oh, she, I will attest she was not into this film. Okay, I really yeah. wasn't. Like I thought. <sighs> I don't know. It felt like three different movies, okay. like with all of the different time periods that it was going through and different like things that he was going through. And I, where it ended up, I liked the ending, but it mm-hmm. took so long to get there. My God. I was just so bored eventually. You don't like geeks, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I loved the ending. Like, that's what he deserved. But, like, come on, pick up the pace. And and this was Guillermo del Toro's uh, submission for Best Picture. And uh, I didn't realize at first it was his movie. But it made sense once we got towards the end and some of the the special effects and stuff. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Okay, so the carnies—they don't—they don't—they uh, don't make you do happy. Me, no. okay. Wow. Well, then. it's no carnival, so. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> hey now, <laughs> Dave, eighth most favorite. Uh, eighth most favorite. West Side Story. Oh. Um, oh. You know, and then I'm—I'm I'm gonna give it this. It's some. It's 
felt like Spielberg was just trying to get like an Academy Award nomination. <laughs> you're taking one He's of making most- his next movies about himself, yeah, by the yeah. way. <laughs> you're, you're literally taking one of the most renowned musicals. Yes. Um, remaking it. Don't get me wrong. It looked awesome. It sounded awesome. Uh, the dance sequences were awesome. I just mm-hmm. hate watching film where you're hearing dialogue and then they switch to singing. It's like such a, like, oh, okay. like there's like a difference of like hearing people talk and then sing. It's, it's all processed and, you know, produced. Um, yeah. But it looked good. It, it's not a bad movie, but it's also going back to the whole remake thing. Kind of, you know, nothing changed with the story. Yeah. Um, and I didn't like, it kind of made it look aged. It made it look kind of like it was in Technicolor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So the muted colors and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it. I just think, you know, it's West Side Story. It already exists. It's already has its history. So, you know. It already won an Oscar. Yeah, so. you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Several. Yeah, Steven Spielberg. I mean, well, I don't know why you wanted to do that. But, you know, when you're Spielberg, I guess you can just him. do whatever yeah. you can. Yeah, I have a feeling. I mean, I think with Spielberg being, you know, 140 years old, he probably looked back in his in his youth and said, if, if I can do one project before I can't do a project, I would really love to pay honor to West side story. I mean, that's, that's how I look at it. It's like, it's, yeah. it's for us. It's like, man, can I remake one of my favorite old video games, uh, in something more modern? I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. for him as a filmmaker, he's like, it might, I don't know. I've not read anything that he said about it, but it could have been one of his favorite films. And Mm. He's a, he's fucking Spielberg. He do whatever he wants. Yeah. Um, I, I, I didn't hate it. I mean, it, it was a good movie. I you know, but I don't like musicals as much. Yeah. I mean, Derek's probably <laughs> the same. Um, and but that girl that played Maria, that was her first acting gig, so she did. Yeah, I thought job, she was really so, great. Yeah. Wow, Crazy. she crushed it too. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, Mr. Musical himself, Derek. What is your <laughs> eighth? Dave probably thought this would have been West Side Story. It's actually Dune. Um, I think I talked yes. to you, you and uh, Neely at uh, at Dave's 40th birthday. By the way, everybody wish Dave a oh, happy yeah. birthday. Happy birthday, um, Dave. Thank you. I've, this this movie has gone up and down on my list so many times. Okay. But I know when I watched it, I kind of watched it out of FOMO, too. So that kind of puts it behind a lot of uh, behind a barrier anyway. I just I thought this was a good movie. I just feel like it would have been like one that would have never been nominated. And if there were just the five nominees before that, okay, I didn't, yeah. there were no performances that kind of stood out for me. Um, Momoa, you don't like his, the hunkiness. <laughs> you don't like his beard being shaved. I mean, he's Jason Momoa in every movie though. Is, I mean, let's, yeah. let's be honest. He, he yeah, could have been right. Aquaman in this movie and I right. wouldn't have known. The <laughs> difference. That's um, so true. But I like him. I really do. It's just, you know, he's got a, he's got a way. Um, <laughs> Gotta, yeah. just got away. I didn't really like the spice stuff. Um, hardcore sci-fi is not my biggest uh, biggest thing. I like lighter sci-fi, not like I like weird. I don't like too weird. Um, <laughs> with weird guy in water always talking to people in the voice, I was just like, okay, this is too much. You like Skylight? Um, yeah, <laughs> Skyline. <laughs> oh, no, Ooh, Cincinnati bomb <laughs> oh. chili coming up. Uh, no, there's a sh- nah, never mind. I'm not gonna go there. Um, <laughs> No, yeah, it's my eighth. I was uh, wondering, I was wondering where you were going to put Dune. That was actually the the one on my list. I was interested to know where you put that. I mean, there's three. Movies I had to watch it again because I know when I watched it, it was purely because I felt like I needed to. Okay, and then later on when I watched it, it was I was in a better headspace. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, so 
My eighth one is probably one of the bigger shockers, uh, if you guys know me. Okay. Uh, but I feel very confident in this pick. It's uh, my eighth favorite is The Power of the Dog. Okay. Um, now, mm. normally, this is a film that I would have loved. Like, I, I mean, I, I like it. I, I enjoyed the film. I enjoyed the film. This is Benedict Cumberbatch, Jesse Plemons, um, you know, fantastic actors. Kirsten Dunst, Kirsten Dunst Kirsten my Dunst. God. Yeah. Uh, she's she's uh, also having a, what, a renaissance. So She was really good in it. She yeah. was really oh, yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is uh, this was a fantastic movie. I'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about it, even though it's my eighth. Um, <laughs> what the hell? I know, right? Well, I love movies, but uh, it's here's the thing. It, for me, um, a great movie is not just cinematography. It's not just acting. You got to have the story to back it up. And I think there was the foundation for a really incredible start to finish story. And I don't feel like it was tied up at the end. And that's why I, I knocked it down to eighth because the ending for me was not one of the endings that's going to make me sit there and think. It's not going to make me sit there and go, wow, that was something that was just really groundbreaking and, and fantastic. Um, I feel like also I just came off watching 1883, which is a great, uh, it's a great show. It's a, uh, it's another period piece show, but by far has the best cinematography in my opinion. So if anything, yeah, I would, beautiful. I would move power of the dog up in cinematography, but it, it wasn't the full picture for me. So that's my number eight, even though I love me some Benny Cumberbatch. Um, he was, I bet after this movie, you really love him. He was, he was fantastic in the film. Jesse Plemons also just a total creep always, no matter what he does. (laughs) Yeah. He's just the creepiest guy ever, but which is great. Like he's a great actor. Um, but I just can't. He just comes into the room and stares. That's all he does. That's all now. He does. Right. I feel like he didn't have a very many lines at all. No, I thought he was. And that's the. <laughs> that's my other knock on it is that I really wanted to see more between Jesse Plemons and Benedict Cumberbatch in this. Well, film. I think by the time we're in the time frame of this movie, he's just so sick. Of Benedict Cumberbatch's oh, oh character, yeah. Bronco, just like what what what's his uh, Bronco what, Henry? Bronco, Bronco Henry. Henry, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's just so sick of him that he's like, God, I just can't even find the words to even interact with you anymore. <laughs> I will say, if you haven't seen the film, um, I was able to call the plot twist at the end. The spoiler, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a really uh, good, uh, I guess, a satisfying and conclusion to the boy's story mm-hmm. um, that I did not expect, but I I. That you, I did expect. You did expect, I did expect it because you uh, called it. <laughs> but go ahead and watch the film. It's really great. Uh, Neely, you're up, actually. Seventh yes. favorite. This one might be controversial, Ooh. but I'm going to say Licorice Pizza. Whoa! Wow. wow. Yeah. Barry. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm surprised as well. Really? You loved it. I, I, I thought you did. I did like the movie. She's been lying I do. To you. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Really like Paul Thomas Anderson movies. Mm. Hell yeah. Um, This one for me, though, when I first saw the trailer, it seemed to me like they were both in high school. Mm -hmm. And that would have changed this story for me. But the fact that he was 15 and she was 25, I could not get past the whole time. Classic, it made me uncomfortable. Classic Paul Thomas Anderson uncomfortability. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't get past it. Yes. I really liked the parts where she was dating men of her age <laughs> and she was just <laughs> friends with Gary. Yeah. But I, yeah, I could not get past that. That's why it's this low. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. 
I get it. I will say I fucking loved Bradley Cooper in this movie. Oh, yeah. He was so, so good. good. So good. <laughs> so good in this you know movie. The, here's a here's a crazy thing between all the movies. I'm glad you brought up Bradley Cooper in this. <laughs> so in the movie, he plays John Peters. Yes. Mm-hmm. So John Peters, if you've listened to Kevin Smith's story about Superman, the movie he wrote oh, for, oh, John Peters oh. was the guy who wanted to put the giant spider in Superman. Whoa. Now here's the this crazy all makes part. sense now. Okay. We have Will Smith in King Richard, and we also have Kenneth Branagh, the director of Belfast. Yes. Both of those guys were in the movie that eventually had the giant spider of the Wild Wild yes. West. Yes, that's oh right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Okay. I did that's a see, this is why people listen to our show for those nuggets. <laughs> that's badass. <laughs> oh man. Um Dave, seventh favorite. Seventh favorite. What do I have? King Richard. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to throw King the Richard. The story out. of the the Williams family, the um, famed Williams family. Yeah. I, I it it was the one that felt like it had a big budget. It felt like the most typical oh, okay. Hollywood film, I guess. Mm. Um but I mean, the movie started Will Smith's talking and I felt like I was about to watch like Black Forest Gump. Like that's how oh, I felt man. when oh, I watched <laughs> Dude. But oh, that, God. and that that's how I felt. But I mean, it's a good movie. <laughs> Uh, um, I'm glad you said it, and I didn't have to. Yeah, I mean, that's what I always try to get us canceled. Um, but it, it just it's it didn't connect. Yeah, it, it didn't have that you know triumphant like sports feel. Like I, we all know the results okay. of the of the Williams sisters. Um, that they're yeah uh, that they definitely did something that was amazing that no one's ever done. Um, right. and it, it sucked because I. F- and they address this in the movie though, but uh, Richard Williams was always this, this, this plan, plan, plan. And it, it, he had a great family, but it just felt, I guess that was kind of where it, it just felt so regimented. It, I just couldn't feel like anything about it. Um, I also, I'm a 40 year old white guy. So <laughs> that does, doesn't play tennis. So, um, but yeah. I mean, it was a good movie. Um, it just, I don't know. It, it just oh, seemed hey. too typical of like a storyline yeah. of production. Well, it's, a, it's a biopic, yeah. dude. It's a Hollywood biopic. It is a atypical yes, Hollywood yeah. biopic. So you're right. You're spot on. It wasn't like reinventing was the wheel or anything. And I felt like I've seen this movie plenty of times before. So that's how yeah. I felt. John Barenthal, by the way, has one of the greatest supporting actor <laughs> yes. roles oh ever God, in that so film. Good. What a, what a the turn accent. for him! The oh, oh, yeah. his wig. <laughs> so good. Oh, he was he was on for that film. I loved it. So, uh, if you haven't seen King Richard, watch it at least for John Barenthal's yes. uh, supporting role. So, Derek, number seven. All right, we're gonna we're gonna lump on King Richard for me. Okay. Um, okay. Right. You're right about John Berthold. Yeah. He was so fantastic <laughs> in that movie. I couldn't stop thinking about him. I was laughing so hard. Um, I don't feel like the movie delved far enough into um, Richard Williams when it came to certain things. Um, when uh, like his wife brings up, oh, your son just shows up. They really never show yeah. that stuff. Um, it feels like they kind of like uh, glossed over it to Absolutely. make it more of a more of a you know a lighthearted affair and i was just like mm-hmm. eh, it's not that lighthearted if you think about it right. no, i no. think i yeah. think that would have been a little more interesting than how how they ended it was like a sports movie and i get it mm. i love right. sports movies but 
I think they could have went a little further with that, and they just kind of they, they it was kind of a layup instead of you know slam it at home. Yeah, yeah, okay. King Richard uh, is not my number seven. Belfast is my number seven. Oh wow! Okay. Um, now okay. I, I expected to like this film a lot more than I did. Uh, like Dave, I mean the the premise of the film, I my personal life, I don't really like the historical events that went on because I don't. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. However. Um, I think the film's beautiful. I think it was incredibly well acted uh, across the board. I, but that's kind of where I left off. I like I watched it and I was like, okay, cool. Like this could be on History Channel like someday. I, I mean, it really wasn't anything that was mind blowing. Maybe because I have a lot of uh, prior knowledge of the events of what happened. Because uh, you've watched Dairy Girls. <laughs> I have watched Dairy Girls. <laughs> um, it was it was good. It was good. It wasn't great. It was the seventh best film, in my opinion, of this bunch. So with that day, or Neely, Jesus, I keep skipping across. Whoa. Uh, your sixth <laughs> favorite, sixth favorite. Uh, for me, it was Power of the Dog. Okay. Um, I, I did really like it, but I'm a very emotional person. I get very emotionally <laughs> invested in movies that I watch, and yes. I did not get emotionally invested in any of these movies so far. Mm. The, 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 kid, the plight of the child and Power of the Dog didn't do anything for you? Uh, Kirsten Dunst being the single widower didn't do anything for you? Okay. What about Bronco Henry? Come on now. I mean, he was only mentioned five billion times. <laughs> you got to see his secret porn stash, though. That was kind of yeah. cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hidden in the grove. It, it was a good movie, but yeah. It was a good movie. Middle of the pack for yep. me. Yep. Yeah. yep. Agreed. Dave, you're number six. Uh, my number six is Drive My Car. Um <sighs> It was. It helped to watch it in an hour and a half sections. I watched it. I started watching it. And I'm like, I can't finish this movie tonight. I need to watch tomorrow. Oh. Um, I liked the film, but you know, with the Japanese culture, it's also you know different than you know my American culture. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was a good film, and I loved how they dealt. It was a film about dealing with grief and guilt uh, mm-hmm. that you can't change. Um, especially with the driver and and the the director, I forget all their names because they're Japanese, obviously, and right. I don't remember them. Um, <laughs> but the relationship they establish of the driver is would be the same age as his as dead his daughter, daughter who died when they yeah. were four. Mm. Um, there was just you know it was good, but it just uh, it it I felt what they were trying to do. It was just a little too much for me. But okay, I didn't think it was a bad movie. Middle of the pack, now, though. For those listening, we've we've mentioned the the length of this film. It is 179 <laughs> minutes long. So if anyone yeah. wants to buckle up, order a pizza, and uh, read, a, <laughs> make a stew, and read, yes, yeah. get the, it is get the crock pot going. 179 <laughs> minutes. So just so you are aware, Derek, your number six. Number six is West Side Story. Okay. It just missed my top five. Um. Not because it's a musical. I don't enjoy musicals. I'm kind of like Dave. Um, I just like movies. But um, I felt myself visually always drawn to the movie. Yeah. Um, Rita Moreno, uh, good for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was in the original. Oh, yeah. She was Maria in the original. and She was Anita. Um, oh, was she? Okay. Anita, yeah. I'm, she oh, won an you. Oscar for it, actually. Um, Her showing up in this was uh, surprising because, mm-hmm. you know, she's. She's like 80 years old. Good for her. Yeah. Um, Got it. 
The things I didn't really enjoy is just the main actor, Ansel Elgort. I just, he has the most punchable face I've ever seen. Yes, I, just, I agree with you. <laughs> every time he was on the screen, I was just like, man, can your face just get smashed? And I just didn't like him as uh, as a main, as the main guy. I think right. he would have been a better Griff than, uh, mm-hmm. than, than who he was. Yeah. I don't even remember his name. He was just Ansel Elgort. Tony. <laughs> punch. Tony. Um, Tony. Yeah, with how good... The Maria was, he just wasn't up to par for me. His voice also. Like, yeah, I will say that. He yeah, definitely yeah. opted down when that's not what you do in yeah. some of those songs. Oh, I man. think I enjoyed everybody else singing too. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. really enjoyed it. And I can't believe they played, uh, what was it Don't Tread on Be My Metallica in the middle of the movie? It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Lord. Uh, all right. My number six is, uh, it is, I'm just re- rechecking my notes, King Richard. So uh, I liked King Richard. I, I did. I genuinely liked the film. I did. I, it was the last film we watched because I didn't want to watch it. I had no interest in a biopic. <laughs> I had no interest in watching Will Smith. But I will say when he did win the best actor, I go, hmm, there might be something there. And sure enough, I thought his performance was one of the best I've ever seen him uh, have. And... I I really, I did like the film, never going to watch it again, but John Barenthal saved it for me. For real. Yeah, I'm not watching totally, the John yeah. Barenthal highlights. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I thought it was great. I really don't know much about Venus and Serena other than they are incredibly dominant at their sport. So it was, it was interesting to see their story, but it was a glamorized Hollywood version of their story. Um, whatever. I mean, the bus looked pretty cool. Like his, his little <laughs> VW bus, it looked exactly mm-hmm. yeah. like the original. Yeah. It looked like the original um, in the end credits. Yeah. 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 So it was, it was a good film. Will Smith, kudos. I was definitely dogging him up to watching that film. Uh, Cause I was, I don't know. Will Smith is always going to be the fresh Prince and independence day for me. Always. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, and it's gonna be hard to break that, but he, I think he did a fantastic job in in this. So, in dead show. I, don't know, I think he was better I was in Ali. Say, long way away from Suicide Squad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh how dare you bring up that movie? <laughs> <laughs> Oscar winning uh, that, movie, by the way. It is an Oscar winning movie. <gasps> that is that is yeah. so correct. Neely, your number five. We're getting into the top five now. Yeah. We finally broke yes, we through the through the barrier here. What's your fifth best? West Side Story. Whoa. I did not expect that. <laughs> Five. Okay. Um, it was, uh, it's a really good movie. I, I am a musical theater actor and a That's singer. Right. So musicals are right up my alley. Yes. Um, it was really, I think it was a really good um, remake of it to like update things, but also still keep the like same integrity of the like source material. Yeah. Um, and I just really, the locations that they did all of these Crazy dances at was just really cool. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. the mm. boy, boy, crazy oh, boy, yeah. where that was at. That was so cool. I love that one. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I, I had some issues with it. Obviously, Tony should have, <laughs> shouldn't have cast him. Should have been somebody else oh, who could cat. actually sing the role. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought Ariana DeBose was amazing yeah. in it. Yeah, she's great. I really did like um, Rita Moreno's character, and it's different from the original because um, that character was not there. The person that owned that store was a white man, I believe. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it was great. It was a great movie. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Good. 
Popcorn was good at the theater. I will say that. Yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dave, Dave, what's your fifth best? You're uh, cracking the top fifth five best here. Was Dune. Um, okay. And and I've never like much like you in the Matrix. I've never seen the original Dune movie front to back okay. in like one sitting. Like I've seen bits and pieces here and there. Um, I like this movie. I thought I know it's only a part one. I yeah. I get that. Um, but it looked awesome. The special effects were yeah. did not look cheap. They did not look fake. Um, I like the story. There's a lot to kind of handle. It kind of brought me into that Game of Thrones vibe with the different tribes okay. and you know mm-hmm. the diplomacies between different planets and races. Um, yeah. I the Shai Halud stuff looked awesome. Like all the sandworms, I liked <laughs> oh, all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I enjoyed the movie, and this is this is kind of just like a guilty pleasure. I don't think it's gonna, ever going to win an Academy Award, but I thought it looked awesome. I was you know, I was hooked into the movie. I liked it, and I really had no complaints about it. So, um, I enjoyable movie. That's about it. Mid pack. It did it did have the biggest budget. Yeah. Of all these films at 165 million, but the second biggest budget out of all these ten films, don't look up. Oh. 75 million. Well, yeah, it was probably more for the Salaries. people Cast. in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's so crazy. But okay, I mean, yeah, I'm hey, I'm happy someone I did like doing- the music too. The music was really good. Oh yeah. So- dude. Yeah. Dennis Villanueva, whoever he has, I don't know if he has the same person that does his soundtracks, but the Blade Runner soundtrack that he put out, it's, the Ryan Phillippe version, is just awesome. I have it on vinyl. Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Yeah. Gosling. Jesus Aww. Christ. Hans Zimmer did the music for, <laughs> for Dune. Okay. Hans Zimmer. <laughs> well, you know, Han Solo. Uh, oh, Ryan my Gosling. God. This looks like one of the only movies that actually made money in the box office, too. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, probably. Uh, Derek, what's your what's cracked your top five? All right. Um, Coda was okay. number five, and okay. it's not because it's not it's not down here because I think it's a terrible movie. I would actually probably go back and watch this movie. Mm-hmm. I had a blast watching it, so I'm having a lot of problems having anything negative to say about it. Yeah. I just feel like it's like it's not as high as the other ones on my list. Okay. Um. I love the performances. The uh, the singing was great. The main actress, what's her name? She's from Lock and Key, and I kept trying to figure out where she was from, so I oh. had to like look it. I just looked it up today. I think it's Amelia something. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's. She, I thought she was great. The Australian the father was something. so good. He yeah. Like his his emotion and everything. Mm-hmm. It was just like. It was a great, a great performance. I know he's nominated, and I think he should yeah. win. I think he yeah. won the uh, SAG award. Or I don't know if it was best supporting actor. It was best supporting actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I a- think he sh- he was like flat out my one of my favorite actors yeah. of the whole year. Yeah. Um, and that's he was Troy, so good. I think his it. name's Troy Kotzer. Yeah, Troy mm-hmm. Kotzer. Yeah, and, and, and her Amelia name is Jones. Amelia Jones. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Thanks. Nah, <laughs> shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Coda is Coda is a fantastic film, uh, worthy of a top five. I think that was the first one that we watched because we watched it. Last year, before they had even yeah. announced, before any like uh, nominations even came out, and we watched it, and after we were done, I remember we're like, "Damn, that's going to be nominated for Best Picture." Mm-hmm. It was like one of yeah. those conversations, <laughs> like, "Wow," because that, yeah, it's an emotional film. It's really good, and it's and it's brilliant. It's uh, really, it is really smart, really smart film. Yeah. Uh, my number five was also another controversial one for me, which is West Side Story. Um, 
because only controversial because I hate Steven Spielberg. But <laughs> really? Yes, I don't like any name it name a movie he's done. I probably don't like it. I probably don't Indiana like Indiana Jones. <sighs> any of them? It's no, okay. he doesn't like Indiana Jones. It's okay. ET. Like it's no Star Wars. <gasps> no, Jaws. E. No Jaws. <laughs> what? Come Saving on. Private Ryan. Yeah, no. Oh, oh, that's a great movie. Ooh. Come on. Cujo. Cujo. Hey, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, uh, I did nominate him in my top five, so All he right. should feel proud that I've done that. <laughs> I'm right. sure he's uh, finally no. reached the pinnacle of his career. <laughs> right, yeah. It's on his, it was the last thing on his bucket list. I had list this hater in Cleveland, five. Ohio. Um, <laughs> no, I, I thought that it was, yes, it's a remake. I don't really necessarily like remakes. I think that this movie was do for a remake because the original is just so old and it's not going to reach and a lot of young people. And the fact that most of the like Hispanic characters were played by white people is with brown too? face. There, there's some problematic things like yeah. most things uh, yeah. prior to 2018, but uh, it, it was, I love the muted colors. I thought the set pieces were fantastic. It felt like watching a modern day musical, which you don't get that nowadays. It mm -hmm. felt like it had the vibe of a 1960s musical, yeah. but in 2022, mm -hmm. it was really well done. They actually made it in 20. 19 Whenever or something. Whenever they made it. But I, <laughs> it was shelved for a long time. I didn't want to like this movie. I didn't want to like it at all because I don't like Steven Spielberg. But damn, was it good. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah. So I had the same issues you guys had with the uh, with the homeboy. Mm. And, uh, you know, if you're going to... Tony, Tony, Tony. If you're going to cast somebody to <laughs> sing, you got to make sure that that's a priority that right. they can sing. I mean, he was fine. You can just auto-tune everything. Is like, right. Tony is like... Like Tony and Maria are supposed to be the two like best mm -hmm. singers in the show, and he just was not he just wasn't the best a, singer. Yeah. No, I like the guy who played uh, Riff. Oh, Riff yes. was a creep. He He's was from yeah. Ohio. Great. Oh, really? Oh, really? Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, I looked. I I thought I had seen him in something else, and I looked him up. He hasn't been in much, but he's from uh, somewhere in Ohio. It's Sounds like Southern Ohio. So, oh, okay. yeah, know. he was really good. I'm surprised really good. that he wasn't nominated because yeah. I thought he was great. Yeah, he's a creep. Yes, <laughs> a creep. He was great. I, uh, but uh, yeah, that's my number five. Crack my top five. I actually had it. Um, I had it ranked number one. Oh, for a long time. Wow. So oh, wow. had it ranked hmm. number one for a long time, and that was the one I was like, there has to be something better than this. <laughs> I, I seriously, I was like, well, how is this still my number one after all these movies? But uh, sure enough. That's my five. So four have beat it out. Okay. Speaking of four, Neely, fourth best. For me, it was Drive My Car. Okay, yeah. Um, As I said, I am an actor. So yep. I, seeing <laughs> rehearsals of a play in another country, and also one where I just thought it was so cool how every person was speaking a different language mm, mm -hmm. that I've never heard of something like that. I didn't know that that was a thing that even happened. So I thought that was so cool. Mm -hmm. And like it, just getting to see how rehearsals would run in a different country mm. was so interesting to me. And I don't know. I just, I really liked the story and like, Everyone, when they had their little monologues, they were just great. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. And I really loved the deaf woman. I thought mm -hmm. she was amazing. The mute, the mute woman. Oh, I'm sorry. I yeah. keep saying that. Yeah, 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 she's mute. She can yeah. hear, but she can't speak. Right. Um, yeah, I loved her. She was so great. Um, also, the driver. I don't remember anybody's characters' names either. Yeah, okay. Um, That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And of course, I hated the one guy who probably fucked the guy's what, the dead wife. Yeah. The yeah. Oh yeah, the the, the kid the from BTS. <laughs> <laughs> right. But that was a really good scene where he tells him about his wife's story. Oh, that yeah, yeah. Oh, brutal. So mm-hmm. that, that was oh, a really a powerful scene, scene and I, I, yeah. I enjoyed yeah, it's, it. It's, yeah. That's that's like two and a half hours into the movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> For me, it was a great payoff. It was right. a great yeah. payoff. I mean, I I knew going in that the wife died. And I was like, 40 minutes in and she was still alive. I was like, what's happening yeah. here? I don't, what like, what's, uh, yeah. when's she going to die? Because yeah. that's like when the real story is supposed to start. Like, what's going on? But I it, love, I love the credits 40 minutes in. <laughs> I did. I thought it was awesome. I was so stoked. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it's that. It's like a yeah. Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dave, your fourth best. Uh, my number four was Nightmare Alley. Um, okay. I, I, it took me a while to get into this movie because I kept falling asleep. Um, it, it was kind of like a slow burn. And I was also yes. wondering if I was mm-hmm. just like really ripped or if this movie was really weird. Um, because it, it's weird pacing. You, you kind of... And, and now that I know that I watched the complete like whole movie, um, that you can actually make this movie like reversible. Like the ending can go into the beginning of the film and just kind of start over. And that's what I think Guillermo was trying oh, to do. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I like the special effects. Willem Dafoe was awesome. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> but he couldn't hide the Dafoe yeah, voice. <laughs> I like that they used the parents from Step Brothers in the movie. <laughs> um, okay. Uh yeah. that that was kind of funny. Uh, and I, I just like, and and this is a remake of like a an, an earlier black and white film, um, the, of the same name, I believe. Maybe I don't. Oh, remember. really? Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's from the thirties, yeah, I yeah. think. It's huh. an older movie, okay. so um, it ends Those in the same remakes. way. But I love that ending where the oh, Willem yeah, Dafoe told, yeah. told him all about like the geek. And me, uh-huh. I, it really hit with me being a former geek. Um, <laughs> I, I like how it came full circle and it was just like, yeah, he, oh. he's not a good person in this entire film, but he makes no, everyone believe no, he's a good person. And uh-huh. deep down, he's just a piece of shit. Like he, when you find out yeah. he kills his father and watches him freeze of hypothermia, mm-hmm. like that's like cold blooded. Like that is a definition. Yeah. Of cold blooded, mm-hmm. So. Yes, yeah, um, seriously. I like seeing the just rewards of, you know, that. And I, it, mm-hmm. it's just like one of those things where you see like the interesting love connection with the woman that he meets at the circus and falls in love. And then she gets out. And that's wonderful that like she was able to escape this. This dude just demised into chopping the heads or biting the heads off of chickens at the end. So Jesus, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I think it probably had one of the best full circle endings. Yes, I mean, if, if not yeah. the best full circle ending of any of these ten films. Yeah. And, and Derek um, said it was like uh, like watching a really long episode of uh, Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt. Like, yes, yeah, that's exactly. It really what it was. was, man. Yeah, you texted that I think after you watched it, um, and you were spot on with that, man. That's mm-hmm. crazy good assessment. And I also thought it was crazy that like. Even the small characters in this movie, they were all super famous people. Like right. everybody in this movie was like a well-known actor, yeah. which was kind of yeah. crazy. And a lot of them are character actors too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. the greatest part of the movie. Right. Yeah. It was, it was fun. Uh, Derek, you're number four. Belfast. Okay. Um, I think the things Dave hated about it are the things I loved. I loved the history of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the way the war and I, because I, I didn't really know any of that. 
Mm. It's you know it's a separate country. We learn we kind of learn about our history here, but I think Barely. learning about the history of another country like mm-hmm. that was just like um, it was just so interesting for me. Uh, between you know the Catholics and the Protestants, I was just like, wow, this is this shit's nutso. Mm-hmm. Um, but whenever they were watching the performances and everything, the different colors that they brought in from the uh, black and white, and you'd see the color, it was just this weird like warmth you feel from it that and jamie dornan's uh just his performance in this good for him mm-hmm. oh, it's another okay. one of those uh people you know lambaste him for being in 50 shades of gray and all that kind of stuff and it's like you don't realize how long it takes an actor to actually get to that point of being able to make a ton of money yeah. mm-hmm. and so i never blame yeah. any actor for jumping on something like twilight or 50 oh, shades yeah. of gray no, because no. you make yeah. that money so then you can go make movies like this yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah. thank you yes that and the kid was cute I liked yes. it. Oh, <laughs> oh, that kid was Little good. Buddy. That kid yeah. was a good actor. Yeah, I, he was really good. I'm yeah. sorry I buried Belfast, but uh, yeah. <laughs> that kid that kid was good. Mm-hmm. Wow. Great actor. I, I, I hate child actors. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this, but this one was really good. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. They, they and the grandfather. Um, that, oh, that I really, really liked him too. Yeah, yeah. yeah grandfather It was really was touching. It was like, it was really tough. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's. Yeah, you're right. There were some great elements in there. Damn, but it's still it's still number seven on my list. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, no, no it's, it's written down. Movies. You can't it's hard change to it make now. a list. They are, they are. I can't change it now. It's set in stone on the yeah. Google. This is the Docs. ten best so movies down. of the year, guys. That's right. That's right. Uh, my number four is a movie that I fully expected Tom Waits to be in, but it was the one movie that he was not in, but he should have been Nightmare Alley. Um, but he <laughs> so. I liked, I really liked Nightmare Alley. Um, even prior to you saying it was like a Tales from the Crypt episode. I do love this era of the world with yeah. this weird, carny, bizarro bullshit. Like, I love it. It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. And then the when he became the... Um, the like affluent psychic and did all that stuff like that shit that you see like illustrations of like when they mm-hmm. when people like pull snapshots from old newspapers and i don't think i've ever really seen it in a movie format a like that whole era of time a mentalist yeah. yes yeah. yeah exactly like i've never seen it that i can remember in a movie so i thought it was incredibly well done. I know that it took forever to start for you. I I could see what I and I could see that and I could see how you felt, Dave, that it was disjointed and there was different things going on. But overall, I thought that uh, just a great, just a great weird, weird movie. Just a weird movie. And of course, Guillermo with the gratuitous violence was, uh, you know, Whew, eat that guy's nose. Out. I, yeah. I really. Oh. There's a there's a scene at the end though. His. Uh, Bradley Cooper, and I can't think of his his character's name, but his his lover, who is uh, she's doing one final act with him, Rooney Mara. Yeah, doing one final act with him, and she tried to play a spirit. Yeah. And to me, like just the whole idea of that is just awesome. It's so yeah. fucking creepy. And his name in the movie is Stanton Carlisle. Stanton Carlisle. That's right. That's right. Um, but just this sounds like a con man's name. <laughs> total con man. Yeah. Oh, totally. But I, I really love the uh, the film. Uh, it wasn't. It was my fourth favorite. It definitely was my strongest. But it could have been. It could have been two movies with Ron per- Perlman in it this year too. That's true. Hell yeah, Ronnie. I love Ron. All right. So here's what's going on. And I'm looking here <laughs> yeah. at the list. Yeah. What are you doing? What's this highlight? We're on top um, three now. 
We're in our top three. So yes. what are the movies that are off the board for all of us collectively? Dune is off the board collectively. Yeah. Don't Look Up is off the board collectively. And West Side Story. So this is going to be a real interesting top three for all of us. Here. Mm -hmm. So Neely, hit us with your third best. King Richard. King Richard. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I, like, no, I agree I with some things that you guys said, you but I... Like I said, I'm an emotional person mm. and it just really, it, it got me emotionally. I cried so many times. Um, but what I will say when I first heard about this movie that it was coming out, I was like, why are they making a movie about Venus and Serena Williams when it focuses on their dad? Yeah. Like, what right. the fuck is that about? Right. Like, why? I don't get it. But now that it I've was in seen it, plan. like, I get it. Right. It was all in his plan. <laughs> the plan included them later making a movie about mm -hmm. how great his daughters were. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I just, I really loved the girls that played Venus and Serena. I thought they were amazing. Yes. Um, the girl who yes. played Serena looked Exactly just like her. Like yeah. her. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just, I thought Will Smith was amazing yeah, he in was. it. He was. Like that one monologue that he, the speech that he's giving to Venus before he like lets, like says she can do a professional. Oh, you, he sat back on the mm -hmm. bench with her after the Disney trip and that whole blow up with John Well, Barenthal. they were on the, not on a bench, they were on the court. Okay. Well, yeah. I remember a bench. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I just, it was so, it was just so powerful. This is what we get when we don't actually talk about these I movies know, before. It's awesome. I love it. He was eating in those um, hamburgers too. <laughs> <laughs> they were delicious. Um, Best fries in the valley. They yes, looked good, dude. I could go really for a burger right good. now. Yeah, we might get one after this show. Um, but yeah, I just, I really, really liked it. I was surprised because yes. you, uh, maybe you had influenced my thoughts I going into tried it. not to. <laughs> But you were like, oh, God, another biopic. Yeah, Why? I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So I was like going into it, not really excited. And then I ended up really, really yeah. liking it. I think we were both surprised by it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And that's, and that's a good thing. You want to be surprised by movies sometimes. Yeah, that's why we watch them. Dave, what's your surprising third best pick? Power of the Dog. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed this film. I was worried about halfway through this film, I was like, oh, great. This is this is a gay cowboy movie that's always on the Don't Oscar nominations. <laughs> yep. And then, yep. that's what I thought. Um, but I I didn't see the twist, I guess, at the end that you saw. Um, and like I went and analyzed it more and did some more research into this film and just seeing the 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 kid named Peter, uh, played by Cody Smith McPhee. I got it up right here. I didn't remember that. Um, <laughs> his story, I mean, you realize that essentially this movie is a, a four-person cast. You got Benedict Cumberbatch, mm -hmm. Kirsten Dunst, Jesse Flemons, and Cody. Uh, Cody. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Cody! <laughs> and going into this movie, I had no idea about any of this. Um, and realizing that Benedict Cumberbatch is technically the villain of the movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, he drives Kirsten into becoming a drunk. He's like constantly mm -hmm. berating her and telling Jesse that his brother that, because it's two cattle ranchers that now own their family's ranch and they've been herding right. cattle and they have money. They're like the richest people in the area. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and he is essentially an evil guy, but then you find out he has a past where he had a relationship with Buffalo Henry when they got naked and like Bronco. used each other's body. He, Bronco yeah, Henry, Bronco. get it right. But <laughs> Bronco, I, I'd be watching a movie about Buffalo Henry yeah. too. I thought it was Buffalo <laughs> Henry. Buffalo Bill too. Um, yeah. But I like it. I did like the twist. I like that you know the yeah. hero is Cody. He uses like he mm-hmm. went away to college and learned about you know. Um, surgery to be a doctor. How to poison someone. Where he's like di- dissecting the weird <laughs> rabbit. Like he's definitely a weird yeah. kid. He's like a skinny mm-hmm. kid that acts feminine in the Wild West. And right. Mm, yeah. But I enjoyed the fact that he literally masterminded a plot to secretly kill Benedict Cumberbatch. Like notice mm-hmm. like everything kind of lined up exactly. <laughs> like his mom had to sell all those hides and then he... Benedict Cumberbunch yeah, had to have an open yeah. wound and then he had to find a, a right. dead yeah. steer with fucking anthrax and make him make right. a rope out of it. So it was kind yeah. of, I, I liked that. I thought that was at the end. I was like, Oh, like if you weren't paying attention, he, he would have just, you know, right. passed. But if yep. you pay attention mm-hmm. you're like, Oh, okay. Like, these oh, are shit. Like, oh. uh-huh, and then at, yeah. after the funeral, you see, you know, Jesse and Kirsten, um, you know, their relationship kind of gets renewed when she like stops drinking because, you know, the antagonist is gone. So, right. yeah. so mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it. I thought the cinematography was awesome. Um, yeah. that was really good. Um, the, the scenery was awesome. Just doing like picks, historical picks like that is always difficult to do. Um, just because of like airplanes and stuff like that too, but I, I enjoy sure. it. Yeah. <laughs> so the interesting thing about the scenery, the cinematography location, it was actually shot in New Zealand. Mm, that um, makes sense. It was taking place for Montana. Um, the cinematographer, I can't think of her name, but I did just read it in the New York times. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> 70 year old um, man. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was actually Jane Campion has said like, Hey, I want you to be the cinematographer, spend as much time as you need before we start filming this. She took over a year and a half of pre-planning, which for movies, it's only like a couple months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she took a year and a half to prep for this film. So like find locations or mm-hmm. oh, yep, okay. and build the scenery and or the, oh. the set pieces and all that. So well, I mean the house that they lived in was fucking incredible. It was incredible. So yes. if they built that for this, I could see why yeah. it would take that yeah. long. Yeah. It was but it, yeah, it was a great film. Um Derek, your third best. We are gonna go with Nightmare Alley. Okay, okay. My my top three can kind of be interchangeable, but um I think this is the one that I'd probably watch the least. Mm, um, okay. And that's not a bad thing. It's a very, I felt, I started feeling the time on the movie around when um, him and Kate Blanchett finally have their thing. It's an exciting mm. part of the movie, uh, but I was just like, man, this movie's starting to feel really long right about now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Much um, like this episode. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Hey, we're ripping um, through yeah, it. Yeah, we're good. All right. I, everybody said everything nice about it. So um, we'll say Tim Blake Nelson was amazing at the end. Okay. Uh, yes. Yes. Movie should have him more. Yeah. And Richard fucking Jenkins. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Richard it's Jenkins so good is good in this movie. Yeah. Uh, that was probably my favorite performance in the whole movie. Bradley Cooper is really good. Um, everything else is. You know, this is my third one. I I know I sound like kind of down on it, but everybody said so many good things that I can't <laughs> jump in and be like, oh yeah. Um, 
but yeah, this is my number three. Uh, I stand by it, and it's a good Tales from the Crypt episode. <laughs> <laughs> I got to give props to Bradley Cooper, man. I, I He was an actor that was under the radar for me, and I just thought was kind of a goofball because of the early films he was known for. Because he was in Wet Hot American Summer? Mm. Yeah. He's a, <laughs> dude, he's one of the best actors I have seen he's over, great. The, over the years. He is. My God, is he good. Uh, my number three is Drive My Car. I really did enjoy this film a lot. I thought it was fantastic. I love subtitles. I don't care what anyone says. I love them. Forces you to really get into the story, um, get into the character motivations a little bit more, at least for me. Um, thought it had incredibly strong performances. I thought the story was very original. I thought it was very unique. Um, and I will say, just like Derek, my top three are interchangeable. Um, it, this drive my car was a tough one. Cause I did also, after I watched that, I said, Oh, I don't know what's going to beat this. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just a really good movie, but I can see that most people would not like it. Um, most Americans would mm-hmm. not like this film. So if you like long movies with subtitles, um, <laughs> Watch it. I don't know what else to say, but uh, yeah, we've all intermission. <laughs> we, we, we have an intermission. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but we've said we've said enough about it. But I, I really did like it, and I thought the cinematography and that was great too. Uh, although times did feel like a Matthew McConaughey Lincoln commercial. Um, that's I couldn't get that out of my head sometimes. Uh, so just nonsensical talking, <laughs> just the babbling. Uh, all right, so now that we are we're left with two apiece. The movies that are off the board for everybody are now adding Drive My Car, King Richard, and Nightmare Alley are now off the board for everybody. So we're in the top two. Yeah. Neely, second favorite. Belfast. Belfast, the highest ranking of Belfast. Yes. Um, Okay. Um, It just, it really got me emotionally. The mom in the movie. Okay. Yeah. What's her name? Like Katarina Belfort or something. She's on Outlander. Okay. Um, I thought she was amazing. And like her speech to Jamie Dornan about how they wouldn't be accepted in England. That was good. Yeah. Ooh, that got me. It really got me. Um, yeah, I just really loved the story of it. And yeah, I didn't really know too much about the history. I mean, I have watched Dairy Girls, so I knew a little <laughs> bit. That's a different time period. It is so. a different time period. Um, but yeah, I just, I really liked all of the performances and the little kid was so cute. Little kid and was everybody said we all the time and it was hilarious <laughs> to me. Stupid kid. We'll bring it back. We'll bring it back. <laughs> Dave, number two. My number two was Licorice Pizza. Okay. Um, okay. I really enjoyed this film. I was also kind of confused about this film as well. Um, oh, it, it, yeah. Going back to hearing that, I keep forgetting that you know Alana was twenty five and Gary was fifteen. Does make it weird. It's the seventies, eh? You know. Hey, right. <laughs> um, I mean, all he did was kiss technically and see boobs, but right. you know, uh, yeah. I enjoyed this film a lot. I was also kind of confused because it was so disjointed. Um, mm-hmm. I saw, I, I went into some like background research on all this and I was watching people review this film and I saw two very different takes. One was like, this is like a horrible, offensive, bad movie. And the other was, this is a masterpiece. And I'm kind of in the middle of all of that. Okay. <laughs> and a lot of this was talking about how the plot was very disjointed, which it is. Okay. But you're also thinking about high school summer. 
Like your summers are mm. disjointed. You're going from different things every day to every right. week. And it's all completely different than the last week. Um, someone put it like it was like going through a bunch of Saturday night live sketches, but that's kind of what the summer is when you're yeah. out of school. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Cooper Hoffman, uh, the oh son, the son of the late Seymour yes. Hoffman. Um, yes. um, uh, g- give me yes. a horn for Seymour. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. yes. Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> yes. He, he killed it. He had a great, yeah, he was really yeah, great. Excellent job. Um, I, I, obviously, it's a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Um, but, mm-hmm. So it's going to be yeah, weird. As the people, as yeah. the people <laughs> call it the PTA. <laughs> yes. Um, there was some scenes I probably could have done without. Um, Tom Waits showing up. I totally marked out. Oh, my God. Sean Penn and Tom <laughs> yeah, Waits. I, I marked yeah. out with that. Cry. Um, I'm going to fucking cry. It was so brilliant. I, I like those like weird love stories where it's like, it's always kind of there, but it never really happens. Then, like when it does happen, it's like super, like oh, it's the payoff, like yeah, whether it lasts or not, whatever. But like you built it up for so long that when it finally happens, it's like oh, it's like you just let everything go, and you know. Yeah. So yeah. I really enjoyed the film. I thought it looked awesome. Bradley Cooper killed it. <laughs> um, yes. So good. <laughs> just some of the 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 yeah, some of the ridiculous things like the pinball like. <laughs> The the water beds. There was just there were oh like sketches. God. There's just so much. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah, like it. her driving that oh, ca- the truck, the yeah. truck oh, down the hill uh, with just like riding it yeah. out. And then they're filling it up with gas <laughs> oh, and they're like so dry crazy. humping each other and they're like the sun like <laughs> setting. God. And then Bradley Cooper yeah. walks by and just throws a trash can through the window. Oh, so good. <laughs> then he comes back to talk to chicks that walk by him. So good. Right. But yeah. yeah that was my number two. Yeah. I, I like I enjoyed the movie. Hell yeah. Good, good, good. All right, Derek, you're up. Number two. Number two, Power of the Dog. Okay. Uh, I don't know what to say at this point because we already kind of talked about it a lot. Um, I don't know. The performances were all fantastic. Uh, We said the four perform. I mean, there were really only four performances Mm -hmm. and uh, they were all really focused. Uh, It was nice to see Benedict Cumberbatch not doing uh, American Dude accent. He was actually doing a real kind of other accent because yeah. you know he's an english guy and most english guys do american guy hi i'm american goat or i'm yeah, american but his dude, american accent isn't even really that good yeah. no it's really <laughs> not plus he had to do a short he's a british guy movie. doing an american right <laughs> it was fully nude <laughs> um <laughs> um i found myself staring a lot at the movie just because of how it was shot okay there were, there were times where i was like actually had to re like kind of go back and because i wasn't listening to what they were saying i was just staring at the shot and i don't know if that's to the detriment of the movie or not but it's beautiful yeah um that you know if you want to see bull testicles go for it <laughs> I forgot that's about why that. it's my number two movie you can definitely do that <laughs> some that rocky film. mountain oysters yeah. <laughs> uh all right that's great and uh my number two is coda um coda is just, I mean, we've said a lot already about it. Um, I do have, uh, I've worked with deaf individuals for years. I have uh, employees who are deaf and working in the deaf community and with the deaf community um, has been a great reward for myself and my other employees who have never worked with deaf individuals before. Um, so it's really 
it's interesting that Hollywood is now making a movement to represent the deaf community more. Uh, I think it was really prominent in the walking dead before anything else, which sounds crazy to say, but it is so true. Um, where the walking dead was introducing deaf actors in it. Uh, I mean, way before a movie that I can think of. Um, so it's really great to see this happen. But I think that outside of that, the story is fantastic. Mm -hmm. The setting was fantastic. The acting was fantastic. I really, that movie was so emotional for me. It was, uh, it was one of those films that I, that was probably the most emotional connection I've had to any of these 10 films. Um, by far, it got me, all worked up at the end um, <laughs> in, in a good way, in a, in a very powerful way. And yeah, I don't know. I think it was incredibly original and I'm happy it, it exists. And I hope more people watch yeah. it. It's uh, it reminds me of the movie last year with um, sound of metal, uh, the sound of metal reminds mm. me very, mm -hmm. a lot of uh, in the same vein of showcasing what you can do if you have a disability. Um, so that was, that was phenomenal, uh, in that sense. So anyways, I mean, it was a great film. I can't say much more about it. So here we are, our top picks. Top picks. Um, so we're going to cue the music for, for Neely here. We've hit a lot and we each have one. I left. think we might have mm -hmm. a split decision here. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> so with that being said, Neely, your number one film. Number one for me is Coda. Coda! Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> yes, Coda, number one. Yeah, it just, the, I am, yeah, could you turn the music down? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a singer myself, so mm -hmm. her wanting to do this and being such a good singer, have like having never really done it before was right, just right. really cool to me. And the fact that, the thing that she loves the most is something that her family can't even really enjoy with her or appreciate oh, yeah, with her yeah. is just like a concept I had never even thought about. Um, so I just thought the story was really great and the acting was amazing. Mm -hmm. um, How are your emotions yeah, during this really one? I cried so oh, many times, gosh. so many times. Yeah, I mean, so did I. I mean, so did I. It, yeah. it did. It 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 gets you. It gets you. Mm -hmm. Definitely worthy of a number one best picture. If it wins, it is a is a great pick. Yeah, as a great pick. So, Doctor Dave, my best picture, my pick is going to be Coda. This movie literally had all the things I feel you need to be a great movie. It had humor, emotions, you know. It looked great. Um, the settings, the the characters, the actors all did an awesome job on this film. And it was yeah. probably, I think it was like two hours and 20 minutes. So that, that was a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, great length. It wasn't yeah. three. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I love the humor that the deaf parents had. Um, Troy. Oh, yeah. Like when mm -hmm. he's doing sign language to tell her boyfriend or whatever suitor at the time to wrap up, a, wear a condom and that whole. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then just the movie starts off so well. Um, obviously, when I downloaded it, I didn't have the subtitles, and I asked you guys, is this movie supposed to have subtitles? <laughs> Which I would have been really messed up on if I didn't have subtitles. <laughs> like, am I supposed to know sign language for this movie? Right. Um, but 
it, it took you down all the emotions, uh, especially with uh, Ruby, the the daughter. Um, the yeah. Ruby is the only person in this family of four that can you know speak, um, you know, and communicate what the, her parents are and brother brother's deaf too um, to the rest of the world, and it's her whole life is based on them. And it's like you are sacrificing your own will and your own life to support these three other individuals who need you. Right. And there's that right. that whole scene where the Coast Guard gets them. Uh, like, oh, oh, my God. God. Yeah. And, oh. Dude, yeah. my stomach dropped yeah. when I saw it, when I was watching totally. that. My stomach was actually yeah. hurting because I was like, I was in knots. Yeah. And, and, and it was just, you know, it was very emotional. You know, I kind of teared up on a couple parts because it's you're watching someone who's like, don't put the blame on me. It's like, but they're willing to sacrifice this for their family. And I thought that was really right. awesome. Um, the scene that really got me was the talent show. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. Like, when she's communicating to her mother that she's really good at singing and she wants to sing, and she's like, well, if I was blind, would you want to be a painter? Like, thinking, like, she's kind of, you mm-hmm. know, just being re- the rebellious youth. but Right, doing it to spite her or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. they went to the performance and, like, at one point you're watching her duet that they practice the entire movie and they go to the parents in the crowd and then all audio just cuts. Yeah. And it's dude. like a very yeah. brutal, yeah. like real scene because these people are watching their daughter and have no idea. And, and then yeah. obviously there's that scene at the end where um, her dad, Frank is they're on the back of the truck and they're singing. And she makes them hold mm. on to her like throat and like touch her chest. They actually hear the vibrations and like because that's if you the first scene in the movie is when you meet him. He's listening to the gangster rap in the <laughs> in the yeah. truck. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, he's I, like I love it. Yeah. I love gangster rap because it sh- I can feel it shaking my ass. And then they have to, <laughs> then they have to go to the doctor and communicate the <laughs> the fucking jock itch. <laughs> right. just so, it, it, it was so many things that needed in this movie, and I enjoyed it so much. So. That's why yeah. it's my pick. Great movie. It's it's a it's a great film. It it it, it will probably win. Yeah, but I and mean, it was well the deserved. last movie well I watched, deserved. and I almost didn't watch okay, it because we were going to record yesterday, <laughs> and I was like trying to cram it in. And I'm so glad that we moved it to today, and I was able to watch this. Good. Film, so. Yes. Hell yeah. Good. 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 Awesome, man. Good pick, Mr. Derek. I got to cue you <laughs> up, man. You know, awesome. It's a uh, Resident Evil. Uh, <laughs> was that Raccoon City? The one that just came out. It's so good. Yes. I was waiting All for right. someone to say that. <laughs> if anybody's been paying attention, it's fucking licorice pizza. I am so um, shocked uh, at your pick of licorice pizza. I got to get the horn for that one. I am so fucking shocked, I man. Tell me. Tell enjoyed me. Enjoyed the shit out of watching this movie. Yes. Um, from just the weirdness of it, I, I kind of was going into it thinking, I really want some weird, um, what was the other movie? Punch Drunk Love yeah, type of yeah. energy. Okay. I um, loved Punch Drunk Love, but I don't know. I mean, I just, it's the age difference. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't yeah. fault you there. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I think I feel differently <laughs> about it because it's the, like Dave said, it's the 70s. I think you should kind of like show how murky shit was yeah. how weird the AIDS yeah. age stuff was and I feel you know we talk about biopics on here I feel like all those like rock stars in the 70s biopics have like really kind of not you know hit that hard enough that 
these guys were really oh, bad. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they were definitely uh, into teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> they were definitely in the teenagers, and this movie doesn't really shy away from that. Um, mm. This is the son of Goulardi himself. Randy I did Anderson, see that. Paul. I saw the Goulardi yes. productions at the end of that. Yeah, it's it's just crazy. Um, so crazy. Performances are really great. Uh, as soon as Bradley Cooper comes in, the energy spikes. I was like <laughs> laughing so hard about how how like how he was whispering, being so violent, and it's just coming from this guy with a fucking. Uh, <laughs> Prince Adam haircut from He-Man. I was <laughs> laughing. Like, my stomach was hurting. I was laughing so hard. I had to pause the movie because he was just like, he was bringing an energy I didn't expect. And then um, the Sean Penn performance, was. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, oh fuck, God. that's Tom Waits. I was yes. like, this, this is going nuts. And then the weird motorcycle stuff. I was like, God, this is the... This is the Paul Thomas Anderson I've always appreciated. Yes. But some of his movies, it's just like, okay, I kind of get it. Um, this one was just like, it brought the energy just when I needed it. I always kind of felt like the movie itself, because it's Philip Seymour Hoffman's son, like it was a precursor to his character, to Philip Seymour Hoffman's character in Punch Drunk Love. Okay. I honestly, cause he was like running the hot tub business and then he was doing the pinball thing. It's not, there's no connection there. I just felt like there was a connection, a weird connection there because he was running the phone sex operator thing (laughs) at a bed store. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, okay. So I also, I also (laughs) have, uh, let me cue this up for myself. It is also licorice pizza. (laughs) Yeah, boy. Um, all right. So no, for real, uh, Derek, I'm actually really surprised that that was also your number one pick for all the grief you gave me for being a Paul Thomas Anderson fan. Um, no, that's a Wes Anderson fan. I give you grief <laughs> for. I am, but I, I genuinely am a fan of of Paul Thomas PTA, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. I this was this was everything for me. This movie was literally everything for me. It, it had every element of a movie that is deserving of the best picture. Um, it did have uh, a. I mean, listen. Am I creeped out by the age shirt thing? Yeah, absolutely. But it is an of the era piece. Um, it is uncomfortable, and that is life is uncomfortable. Um, so I think the commentary on it was was well done. It was not. It was not creepy or gross. Like I never felt no. like I was watching Woody Allen. Like you know, what I'm oh, saying well. right. So then, yeah. so a big difference. I, yeah. I said yeah. one name, and it, you guys are already like. Fuck. Mm. Um, <laughs> but, so the thing for me is, though, it did combine every single element of a great movie. Cinematography. The soundtrack. Can we talk about the yeah, soundtrack, soundtrack for Licorice really Pizza? Good. Yeah, I loved oh, it. Oh, God, it just set the tone so well. The acting. Okay, number one, I hate the band Haim or Haim or whatever, yeah, yeah. right? I think they stink. And I think whenever I saw them on TV and I was like, why are they on SNL? But I let me give it up to Alana Haim, yeah. who is like was her she first was great. movie, and her sisters yeah. were in the movie was too. Really good, and her parents. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was her, parents. her parents. Yeah, the it was the whole family. Show me your dick, Alana Haim. <laughs> <laughs> Alana Haim is going to have a future as an actor. Uh, oh yeah, no yeah. question. Just so. And uh, Paul Thomas Anderson wrote the movie specifically for her. I mean, because he's he directed like videos, nine yeah. of their music videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was so believable. Mm-hmm. In this role, and I couldn't. She went toe to toe with Sean Penn. Yeah. 
toe to toe. And it wasn't weird. Yeah, that scene was magical, wasn't it? Yes. (laughs) It wasn't weird. Uh, So anyway, for me, it is by by far and away the best overall movie, in my opinion. Um, Tom Waits, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, my God, his character in that film. I seriously, like, I wanted to jump off the couch. I was so excited. I just heard his voice, and I was like, fuck, yes. I, like, it was the pinnacle for me. Um, And it also, here's the thing. Like, we're talking about Coda and Licorice Pizza, which, which we're split on here. For me, Licorice Pizza also might be some recency bias because we watched Coda, like, a year ago. Yeah. Um, but I still feel, even without that, Licorice Pizza is just the best film out there. It, and Dave, I get what you mean about it being segmented and feeling like different sketches. Mm-hmm. But you're right. It is like a summer journey. It's like your journey through summer. Um, and of course... Uh, it also begs the question, how many times can a human go running? Oh, yeah. <laughs> because they are running everywhere. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> The false arrest scene was fantastic. I mean, so for me, I mean, this is a movie I I will definitely watch again. And that is always a a hallmark of if it's a great film, will I I watch it down the road? Because I value my time and I don't like to repeat watch anything. Is it good enough to rewatch again? And yes, it is. Um, More so than any of the other films on this list. So that's my ranking. And uh, that's where I stand. Sticking to it. Sticking to it. No changes. If it doesn't make you feel something, it's not worth anything. No. So whether it's discomfort, humor, love, it, it's got to make you feel that. And John I, fucking Peters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this movie to me had it all. It, it was just, it was, it was great. So nice. hey, either way, I mean, I think our top, uh, you know, our top two picks uh, are great. Any one of these films, Power of the Dog could win. Uh, Belfast could potentially win i don't think it's gonna win it's not gonna win but (laughs) any of these all of these could win there's a percentage they're not all going to yeah (laughs) so so i guess that's my final question for today's show when we look at our our list here um these are our favorite movies but is there a movie you think that is going to win out of your list like what do you think the academy award's gonna pick i'm gonna put it at king richard or coda those are the two I think the Academy Awards are going to put up top. But Power of the Dog could yeah. be too. My personal pick is is Coda, but yeah, but Power of the Dog I feel could be like that weird artsy film that they go after. They did that last year. Yeah, they do it all the time. I almost feel like Drive My Car um, might win it just out of one of those surprises. I know it wasn't high on my list, but it felt like it felt it kind of felt like an Oscar movie. It didn't feel like a yes. movie movie. It felt like an Oscar movie. Um, maybe Power of the Dog. Uh, the one I'd watch the most are probably Lakers Pizza and Coda, though. Yeah. <laughs> I love both of those movies yeah. for differing reasons. Yeah, I think Coda might win just because it won at the SAG Awards, but I don't know. Power of the Dog won the BAFTA. I don't remember. Power of the Dog's gonna be hard to beat. I, I mean, know what won the Golden Globe? Because I couldn't. Watch it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, Power of the Dog is gonna be the one to beat. So if anything beats Power of the Dog for Best Picture, um, it better be Coda or Licorice Pizza. That's where that's where I stand. So we did. Yeah, it. we did it. We did it. We did, did it. it. We're here again for another annual. So that's yeah. good. Um, so hey, listen. I I think this was a fun conversation. Yeah, second and annual. Would you 
Second annual. Oh, yes. Um, now, I do have a question for the peanut gallery. Do we prefer to be exited out on today's show with the Oscar music or theme song? Uh, theme song usually is the way to go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah. go with the theme, theme song. I mean, that goes <laughs> yeah, that's right. I like this theme song. I like this theme song, yeah. too. It's very calming. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, listen, if this is your first episode with Noel Podcast, No One Is Listening Podcast, we really appreciate you stopping by and listening to our Oscar prediction show. Go back and listen to 2021 just for shits. <laughs> just bored. for shits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just for them shits. It's out on the internet, so go listen to it. But no, you can really find us on social at Noel Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we would love to hear your Oscar predictions if you have any if you have a best favorite film that is different we'd like to know why but you can always uh hit us up at noil podcast so uh me you can find my toys at finest editions on instagram where do you want anyone to find you guys and if so i mean you can find me on twitter at david underscore v underscore roth on twitter i think that's (laughs) it it's been a minute um but i do have some fact checks i want to get in um, oh, I, I have oh, three of them. Check time. Um, okay. Jackie Chan, in fact, won an Academy Award. He has the Academy Honorary yes. Award in 2016. Um, yes, pre- presented <laughs> by Chris Tucker um, for yes. for his uh, his abundance of or his uh, a job of writing, producing, directing uh, 30 plus martial arts films. Oh yes. So was this a better full circle moment than Nightmare Alley? Maybe, maybe. He did get a statue. He got a, he got a national uh, Hell yeah, Jackie um, Chan. Bradley Cooper, um, he was involved with he was a producer on The Joker. He was revealed mm-hmm. by the okay. editor huh. Jeff Groth to be instrumental in the ed- editing room of the film. So thank wow. Bradley Cooper for that. I had no idea. And I believe I thought you guys said Regina King was hosting the Oscars. It's in fact Regina Hall. From Hall. scary movie, so. <laughs> oh. so yeah. Okay, well, I was not wrong. So, so we've been uh, corrected. There we but go. Yeah, there okay. you go, well, guys. Thank you for the oh, fact check. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yep, you're right. Great fact checking. <laughs> uh, you can always come to us for all the facts, uh, and no one is listening. Derek, you want anyone to find you on social? Yeah, just find me at Drake Dangerous One. I haven't been posting a lot. I've been avoiding it since. Uh, all the news is like crazy right now. Yeah, it's a little mm-hmm. nuts. We're quiet over yeah. here. And Neely, you definitely don't want anyone finding me. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, thanks for listening to our episode today. Really appreciate it. And as always, good luck, America. You're going to need it. Bye. Hi. Take care, everybody. You can find Neely in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs>